I'm Katie. We are Reformed Whore. That's also the name of our band. And you're listening to Mockumental. Comedy music radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. With Killy Mockstar Dwyer. Turn on, tune in, mock out. Come feel funny with us. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh. Free Brooklyn, I'm Killy Mockstar Dwyer, and welcome to Mockumental, where we feature indie, local comedy, music, and theater, and the artists who create it. Tonight, we are super pumped to have Dean Temple and Katie Holler, that's Teaspoon in the studio, for a deep tissue interview, live jams, and calling questions from you out there in the real world. Our mock bottom drinking game will be to drink every time we get a listener call in, so call in at 718-928-9960. Mock bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. Guys, what's going on? It's Friday night and it's Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are so glad to have you. You were listening to Pot Luck Supper, uh, which is different every week from 7 to 8. So you never know what you're going to get, but you know what you're going to get when you get me. I'm Kelly Mockstar Dwyer. Um, I'm really happy to be in the studio with two people I really love. Uh, we'll be getting to them in a few minutes. It's going to be a great night of uh, uh, some songs, some interviews, some drinking. Um, as you can hear, I'm a little under the weather. So, you uh, Excuse my raspy Kathleen Turner ass voice, you know, um, got a little news up front this uh, next Wednesday. That is uh, we have a show, Odd Rock Comedy Hour, which we always pr- uh, promote because our friend Rob Paravonian is the man, the myth and the legend. But this time it'll be different. Uh, we're doing it at the Crane as part of the storytelling festival there uh, that Frigid does. Um, it is going to actually be called Odd Rock Storytelling Hour, and we'll be telling stories about the songs that we write. So it's going to be a really cool show to be on. Uh, I know Lauren Mall uh, is on, uh, Victor Varnado, and a lot of other great people. Obviously, Rob Pervonian's hosting, and that starts at 8.30. The tickets are $20, but it's $5 off with Odd Rock VIP. That's Odd Rock VIP. You can go on horsetrade.info to get tickets. 
And we also have on the 12th, my good friend Timothy's birthday uh, extravaganza uh, is happening at Co- uh, Coney Island Bay Bay. Coney Island Bay, it's a whole night of awesomeness. Um, I think he's going to call in and promote it, so I don't want to say too much about it, but it's 12 bucks and it starts at like 8 o'clock, goes all night. He's flying in from Vegas to do this birthday show, and I'm really excited uh, that he's going to be in town. Unfortunately, I will be here. Well, not unfortunately, because I'll be here with Jay Malski, and I'm very excited to have them on the show. Uh, but let's kick it off uh, with a mock block, as we like to do, to get things settled and situated here in the studio and the air conditioning flowing, because it is hot as balls. Uh, and Cynthia Kaplan, actually, will be on the show on Wednesday at the Odd Rock Storytelling uh, Hour as well. So how cool is that? And we're going to start with her song uh, called Avocado Toast. Can we talk about how avocado toast is now the most expensive thing that's on the menu? And when you buy an avocado in the supermarket, it costs at least $4. The only thing that's more expensive is when your 15-year-old daughter and her friend make guacamole and drop the slimy avocado small but sporty dog who eats the avocado pit and then it has to be cut out by a surgeon a veterinary to hear that canine gastrotomy costs $4,000 I was if you're counting them a thousand avocados at the supermarket or at least 400 pieces of avocado toast at Irving Farm or Pancotidian there was a separate charge for the cone of shame that's a plastic cone the dog must wear around his neck to stop him gnawing at the $4,000 incision that's $20 To all those out there trying online dating, it's not the best. Got a text from a boy. I got a text, it's been a while, so I was wondering what in the world did he have to say when my mind was racing? Wondering if I should reply to emoticons can be so misleading. Single life still feels new, so I'ma shop around like my mama told me to. He sent me a winky face with a squirrel. I had no idea what the squirrel part meant. If anyone out there knows what the squirrel means, just just send me a message. Just let me know. I, 
I don't get that one. Decide to give it a whirl. I said I'll meet you Thursday afternoon outside the MoMA. This profile said 6-2. So imagine to my surprise when he stared me in my 5-5 five, five eyes. I don't even know why he feel he got a lie. I swipe left, swipe right, swipe left. I swipe left, 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 and all I see oh, woes. I could have done my laundry, exfoliated my skin, I even painted my toes. Wait, he sent another text. So I guess the saga continues where he wants me to make all the plans. Click, 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 unsubscribe. Nah, bruh, nah. You don't have to be rich to be my boy. You don't have to be cool or rule my world. In no particular sign I'm compatible with. I just want your extra time, yo. Kiss. That's okay. That's okay. Let's let's pause it. Why not? Let's let's. This seems like a good a good spot to come back. Uh, yeah, we were up front there. Um, you heard avocado toast with the Cynthia Kaplan uh, ordeal, as uh, she will be again on Odd Rock Comedy Storytelling Hour at the Crane on Wednesday, next Wednesday after all the Fourth of July festivities. And uh, then we had a text from a boy uh, from Talia's world. We love Talia so much. Uh, she's been a guest on the show. Cynthia's been a guest on the show. We just, uh, oh, and this is really cool. The uh, New York Comedy Music Festival, uh, which a lot of uh, people that I've had on the show and a lot of the people people we um we did the festival with this year we did an album together and it's being nominated for a grammy it's being nominated for a grammy so we're very excited about that um i don't know if i'm really allowed to even talk about it but <laughs> you know whatever um so i got my guests in the studio it is about goddamn time teaspoon katie holler uh Hollers in the house. Uh, say hey. Say what's up. What's up, guys? This is so Teaspoon. People, that way, people don't um, confuse you and Dean's voices. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do you guys have headphones? Okay, good. Um, and we have Dean Temple here, and he has actually been here. He's a he's a uh, so, he's a sophomore effort here I'm, on the show. I'm an alum. He's an alum. Yes. Um, and it's great to have you back. I'm um, thrilled that uh, we could grab you before you're doing E59, mm-hmm. and then headed on over to. Edinburgh Festival. Um, I can't wait to tell you <laughs> to shoot the shit with you about my Edinburgh experiences. Cool. I've had a couple. Um, and so it's a very, it's sort of like a, a, in a unique, and you guys are very unique and different, but um, I would say we all come together on uh, uh, co- th- that we, we're humor, H- humor and awesomeness. Um, I think those are two places I'll to. Take, I'll take two I'll roads. Take it, yeah. The two roads diverged in a wood, and boom, they were. Yeah, that's what they were, and I chose both of them because that's how you both got here today. So, um, how do how are we sounding, honey? Do we sound good? Yeah, do I sound sick? The air conditioner is the worst sound. I know it really is. I don't care. Right now, if you could just bear with us, we're going to keep the AC on for a few minutes because it is hot in the studio. Um, but when the music starts, baby, we're going to turn that off so you can get the flow. Uh, both of my amazing artists here in the studio are musicians. Um, I would I would say they're, they're different. Very different, <laughs> actually. Um, 
Uh, and 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 teaspoon, Katie. And I'm going to go back and forth and call you back and forth from <laughs> teaspoon and Katie. But just so you guys know out there in the real world, uh, when I say Katie, I mean teaspoon. And when I say teaspoon, teaspoon, is just the more confident version of Katie. Is that right? It's, is that like yeah, like yeah, sort of a, it's a like heightened me minus social anxiety plus a hat. And do you think it's because that there's that character involved that you kind of get to like? It, well, what's interesting is that it. I think because like part of the the genre of hip hop and of you know one of the most the cat or the quality about it that I love the most is the like how confident you have to be to right. to rap and so for me I think a lot of the humor has been trying to rap about things that I'm actually not confident about at all right and trying to you know you're bringing I think that's where the humor comes from it's, um, it's a good juxtaposition but in, in, a way. in that process I think. It's almost like having to. Sometimes I've done stand-up sets where my I, I try to just do I try to tell the same joke with twice as much energy or something, right. and it's like okay, what if I'm just playing a role where I'm like right not afraid of confrontation and yeah. like you know, and so it slowly infiltrated my personality. When did you, yeah like <laughs> when did you just when did you sort of like evolve into cheese? Like when did it happen and how did you decide? Like was it a did you have a song that you first thought I, of? Yeah. yeah. So the first, I just wrote a, a parody of <clears throat> my my first song, "Nothing But a Wee Thing," was oh, yes. the parody. Yes. Um, and and you that was really just that at, at uh, the uh, New York Comedy Festival, yeah. like many years, yeah. like years ago. So. Yeah, that was my first one, and I I honestly looked at it as a one off. Right. Um. I I never. You're like thought. this will be fun. Right. And then I remember talking to my friend, and I don't know how we got into this conversation, but he. We were talking about spooning, and I was like, well, I never have a choice. I'm always the little spoon. And then I was like, I'm basically a teaspoon. And then we just started laughing, and I was like, yo, T-spoon? Uh, I have it. to stick to this, because now I have a name, and I have to commit. That is I it. just liked the name. Yeah, I love it. Before I, love, I, I decided. I love, I love it, too. I think it's perfect. I, I think it's great. I, it's perfect you. for you. And... Um, yeah, I mean, and you've been, so it's been how many years about, like, since you kind of been developing this? I would say, uh, like, four or five years, so I started and doing parodies. And you've some fucking hits. Thank you. I mean, not for nothing, but <laughs> you have, like, millions of hits on YouTube. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. I'm sorry. I know, I know. I'm kind of, I'm like, what? Come on, seriously. That's, that's something to be YouTube stars of the fucking, well, I got, I they got, are the um, future. <laughs> You are the future. The biggest, baby. the one that got the most uh, traction was the one I wrote for um, Barkbox, right? Which I mean, they had a huge yeah. following. How did that happen? Did you? Yeah, did they ask you? Did you ask them? So I actually, I worked there as a social media manager for like three and a half years, right? So I had been, you know, working there and making social videos. What a great, and stuff. Yeah, that what a great job anyway, and, right? And yeah, it, I mean, it was ridiculous. Like I. I worked next to a pug named Noodle and a bulldog named Frank. And oh my God. Never had to own my up dream to job. any. Yeah, I, I didn't own up to one fart in three years. <laughs> like, I just, it was great. <laughs> um, and so for Mother's Day, we kind of had this, like, we're like, let's just do, this is something that's so ridiculous. Right. Like, the, and also just anytime you put a dog in a Bjorn, it's hilarious. Uh, so I was like, that's my big pitch, guys. You can't really go wrong, you know. And I remember they were really nervous to do it. And but I just knew like the lyrics were basically a compilation of our top performing memes and, and social posts. And so we're like, if it's almost all, built in, you know, yeah, in a way. it was like, there's no way this can fail unless the execution's horrible. Right. Um, and you had some money behind it. So that's good. Right. We actually it was very low budget. Low budget, like, baby. My friend Wheaton is an insane low DP. Yeah. <laughs> 
he literally he shot he insisted on shooting part of it on roller skates uh, which is um ridiculous and and amazing steady cam on roller skates yeah unsteady yeah. cam yeah um it was impressive <laughs> but yeah so that like that blew up um and yeah you know most people ha- like it it did better it did more for BarkBox than it did for me but that's okay <laughs> hey you know <laughs> Exactly. I still get clout, kind of. Yeah. Ex- well. Yeah. And you're gonna. You have it here. It's it, it, right. You, is it one of the songs that we're yes. gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's one. Dog Mom, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, do you want to like? Do you want to just start? Do it. Like, yeah, hit we it can, hard. Yeah. Let's hit the ground running. Why All not? Right. Because right? um, I've got it here, and I, it should be queued up and ready to go. Um, and right. I want to uh, stand. Yeah. So you I you can... just basically introduced it anyway, and so and I just want to tell you guys out there, you can find the video on the YouTube's. Yes. Uh, Google uh, Dog Mom Anthem. It's also on my website. <laughs> Dog Mom Anthem. <laughs> All right, let's make sure everything. Craig has Craig has turned off the air conditioning because we take this fucking shit seriously here, people. <laughs> All right. And I, I recommend the video, uh, not not for me, but for the um, the Pomeranian in a Bjorn named Bijou. <laughs> Truly, she is a sight <laughs> to, to, to hold. All right, let's make this happen. Yo, it's Teaspoon. Dropping beats. Wake up in the morning, my dog's on a routine. I'm walking in my jammies, don't care if I get seen. Covered in fur, poop bags in my pocket. I know I look good, so don't get a red rocket. Casually strolling with a turd in my hand. I'm wondering, where the hell's the closest trash can? Peeing everywhere, Brooklyn Bridge to the Rockies. He's marking territory, it's what we do on our walkies. Never leave the house without my lint roller. Respect to the geriatric pug and his stroller. His Instagram is popping, I don't mean maybe. He gets more likes than your sister's baby. If you're a dog mom here's your camera roll it's just your dog's face no matter how far you scroll storage is full <laughs> siri please that's why i rock him on my wall shirt and keys dog moms put your hands up this song's for all the ladies who provide for their pup when you're a dog mom it's just what you do because they say you're not my baby but i know it ain't true went to the vet because her poop was volcanic we put him on a diet now that shit is organic elevated bowls i'm a boss breadwinner now she doesn't get strained a neck when she's eating his dinner toys and shoes that's where i'm throwing my paper and don't forget the treats it's turkey duck flavor popping bottle service at the dog friendly joints because if i can't bring my dog i just don't see the point here's an invitation and don't be tardy i'm going all out for my dog's birthday party show up looking fly i'm sipping on tito's he's the life of the party and his paws smell like fritos Put your hands up. This song's for all the ladies who provide for their pup. When you're a dog mom, it's just what you do. Cause they say you're not my baby, but I know it ain't true. I'm feeling mad pride when he rips the toy stuffing. I even give him props when he doesn't do nothing. Cause he's amazing. On my nanny cam while I'm sitting in a meeting I wonder what he's doing, oh god what are you eating? Reunited coming home, yo that shit is sacred When I take off his collar, it looks like he's naked So bomb a belly scratches, I'm like a dog masseuse I know he appreciates it cause he brings me his moose Yo I don't need a man when I come home Cause my bed is a literal bone zone Fall asleep to the sound of him licking his parts And he wakes us both up cause he's scared of his farts Can't wait to wake up and do it over again Say it with me now, dog's a woman's best friend you let them out, and they immediately want to come back in again. Dog moms. Now, if that's not the most hardcore song you've ever heard, I don't know what is. I, I, I shouldn't have talked.
talked over the end, but I wanted to, um, uh, I wanted to, um, what do you say, pay homage to, uh, we used to have a segment on here uh, for our um, dead dog. Well, she wasn't dead at the time. <laughs> she used to have a song. She, she, she would pick a oh. song every week, Monkey. monkey. So she would, oh her God. segment was called Monkumental. Yeah, will you find it, honey? So as a little homage to the yes. monk, to the monkmeister, let's just go ahead and say that was our... Brooklyn has gone to the dogs, so puck up your ears for Monumental. This monk chunk of radio is dedicated to all of our non-human listeners out there. I, Monkey Schobert Wire, vow to play only the best in Beagle Beats, Hound Dog Hymns, and the deepest of canine cuts. So without further ado, here's the doggiest of ditties delivered to you now. Ah, uh, that was a, th- throw- a flashback Friday. Thank you, Teaspoon, for for doing one for the Monkmeister. Uh, yeah, we don't have that segment anymore. And it's like, because she would always pick a great, you know, because a lot of comedy music has, there's a lot of the dog business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our, our pets are... You know, because they're fucking funny. You yeah, know, they um, they're funny to make fun of. Um, or she would pick really, really weird, sad songs. It was it got a little sad sometimes. Uh, but you know, so we salute you, Monkey the Dog. Um, and uh, all right, well, let's move over to Dean for a minute. Hey, Dean, um, let's talk about my dead dog. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, this we, is we, really, can, we can really, talk about my dead dog. Oh, uh, we could like fight, you know, fight over this it. Like, whose be, dead dog is better than this? You could know? be the dead dog episode. It's the dead dog show. Um, there's nothing more funny than that, is there? <laughs> uh, should we turn the AC on for a minute mm-hmm. while we talk with Dean? Yeah, I'm, it's I, so fucking hot in I here. I wouldn't mind. Thank you. And in fact, we might just keep it on. I'm not going to lie. We That's might nice. just we, we might just say, "Hey, it's a, it's ambiance." It's okay. I, I can just pretend it's a, like a scratchy record. It's sound a little yeah. We can like pretend we're like old school and we're like playing. We look, we've got two turntables, yep. you know. I mean, we'll just pretend we throw another turntable, but it's very exciting what's happening for you. Um first of all, we met in this year this yeah, it was this year's uh, Frigid Festival, and you had uh, premiered your show right in the festival. Is that correct? Or uh, you had, had you know you'd done it before? I had done it before. It was I had rewritten it for that festival, right? Because um, you had to scale it to an hour. Is that I? Or no, did I you just, just just I rewrite things a lot. It's good. It's called editing, and God damn it, if if that's not like the best we can do in yeah. real world, like editing saves has saved so much of my work. <laughs> writing, well, uh, you know, writing is rewriting. Are you one of those people that writes sober and edits drunk, or writes drunk and edits sober, or do you have or I, a different process? I tend. <laughs> I don't to, know why. I, I think everyone just does that. It's just to, me. I tend to write sober. Yeah. Although I, it doesn't prevent me from writing drunk. You, you can write any time. It depends. I, you know, if, if I have a spare moment, the, then I write. I, there'll be plenty of times when I'll be on the train at night, and I'm, and I'm probably not completely coherent, and I start writing something, sure. Right. I can hear you in my headphones, but I can't see you on there. Right. Uh, it sounds to me like I'm I'm breaking now up a little bit. Now I can see you. Like now I'm... I can. T- well, and the headphones don't worry. It's what oh, okay. we can see here. Okay. The mix going out is is way different, which I've I've only learned from listening back to my shows, which is always interesting. I'm like, God, I'm an asshole. Um, 
but now I could see you say, say one more like uh, do, do, tell, tell me let's talk let's talk about the premise of the show okay let's go there. let's start there so the show is about having the US government come after me for 19 million dollars which you you're like worth what like 19 dollars I, I would say that <laughs> I would say that's 19 million 50 dollars more than I have in the bank today <laughs> and this this is this is a thing that's kind of taking your fucking life by you know it's obviously something that happened you well, know. it did. It's it. Ha- it happened. It happened. I mean, I don't want to give away the end of the show because I need to sell tickets. Yes, and we want to do that. And first, let's let's throw up up right up front. I've been throw. I've thrown <laughs> up plenty this week. Thank you. I know. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's just say, like, not only am I sick, but Dean is sick too. I oh, mean, yeah. What the fuck is happening to all of us? I've had the joy of salmonella weight loss. It's this terrorists. Week. I'm telling you it's, guys. It's a very efficient way. Terrorists to get rid of your belly. I. Well, then, you know, everyone pick over. up a Purdue patty on the way home. <laughs> Purdue patty. Oh, Jesus. Um, so anyway, you. Uh, yes. Well, so it started. It started way when you know, started back when what? What? Okay. Tell me how with the catalyst of the because we did talk about it. Obviously, on my show, when you were in the fridge, you guys were like one after the other. Yeah, and I didn't get quick. to dig in deep at all um, with so you. So you want me to start with the show or the do you want me to start born. with the crisis? I want to know what happened when you came out of your mother's vagina. <laughs> I, I've been trying to remember that for years. I, everybody does, yeah, right? I, I mean, I think we do remember. It's just like, it's very... It was too traumatizing. dark and yeah. dark and yeah. stormy. Um, uh, I was breaching backwards and my, they just ripped me out and I was... <laughs> oof. You know, they were, and my mom's never forgiven me (laughs) ever. She's like, you still are a problem. Um, Yeah, no, I, yeah, let's start kind of at the beginning and not give an ending, but I do want to just upfront say and promote uh, what you will be hearing over the next uh, hour and a half. Uh, Dean will be uh, performing here in the United States uh, at E59E. Right. Um, That is coming up next, this coming July. July 17th through 21st. Right. And it's all different times. Yeah. It's so the, you got to kind of go on. You have a website. I have. You can go to deantemple.com. Sure. That's the best way. In my opinion, there. that's what you got to do. You got to have a fucking website, baby. Yep. Got to have a website. I noticed Teaspoon doesn't have her own Facebook page. I want her to have her own Facebook I page. I know. I got it. I know. She needs to have one. Marketing is hard. I know. It's such a pain in the ass. It's Can't just, just so a gross. fucking assistant? But you, you marketed right? for other but people. Te- that you know that's so true and there is a it, teaspoon rapper i found he he's in vegas and i'm like oh, oh and shit. i'm about to go to vegas tomorrow and i'm like i'm gonna fucking find this guy and I'm gonna fucking oh i ha- i have looked him up actually i've been like does he I suck kill him no i'm kidding ah, uh, does he suck is he terrible it's not great <laughs> i'll tell him you said that when i see him <laughs> uh no okay so yes let's get to your story why how why who, how okay where so, when um Those a, lot, the, a lot of my story is about not having the confidence to do what it was I really knew I should have been doing. Mm-hmm. And Masturbating. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I was doing that. <laughs> the, um, they, they haven't been able to. That was, that's the problem, I think, with having a boy. The second your parents, right. they, they realize you hit right. 12 or 13 or whatever it is. Right. And they're like, oh, God, our lives just got disgusting. <laughs> They're like, don't touch anything. Ew. <laughs> I honestly, Flap. and, and Flap. when I, and yeah, Flap. when I have kids, uh, when I have, friends come over with their teenage boys i'm like oh god it just got a little weird when you said when i had kids come over though (laughs) kids my friends kids come over and it's like oh yeah so and you're like kids gross oh no so what i did i had an uncle who had a very successful business right and so i said well i suppose what i could do Mm -hmm. 
in my complete lack of self-esteem and confidence, I could go and, and beg him for a job. You know, the family biz, baby. And so I went into, I went into his business and I was making a shit ton of money. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It was, know? it was, well, it does. Um, like, eventually it, it'll catch up. It was you. a very corrupting influence. I, right. I was becoming. Did you get like very sassy? self? No, I got, I was just a very self-centered asshole. All right. Which, and may, I'm hoping that's changed, but I, I actually, from what I hear from people quite often, I maybe not. <laughs> I think by the end of the hour, we'll take a vote in the room and we'll decide uh, your fate on that. <laughs> so at one point, um, my uncle, my uncle was really into the horse track. He used to go every single day right. and at noon and go to the horse track. Um, that's, a, that's a problem. He was right obsessed there. with that's, it. That's, you know. And one of the things that I had to do was manage. Horses, first of all, they die. Doing that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really sad. Second of all, gambling is a terrible thing. Well, for I me, mean, for me, because I lose $500 on the way to the bathroom, as we talked about before. <laughs> gambling, it's like alcohol, it's like weed, it's like whatever. As yeah. long as you're not abusing it, it's not really that right. big a deal. Moderation. La, 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 la. Yeah. And, but, but George was an everyday at the track person. And, and yeah. one of the things that I did was I monitored one of the specific cash flow accounts. And he would call me every single day to find mm. out how much money was in it. Mm. And uh, I had my job was to lie to him about how much money there was so he didn't spend it all at the oh, track. Oh, so you like downplay. So, well, it was it was an acting job and oh. I was getting paid for it. Well, like, like a know, lot. Then there's there's that then. So, uh, well, that's how I view so it. Were you like, you were using some job. of your skills there that you enjoy doing. Oh, sure. But they were in a kind of a nasty little Oh, yeah. And naughty so, little lying, um, scheming. Yeah. But no, that was that was intentional. I mean, everybody right. knew I was lying to George about how much money was Well, that's what we were getting paid for. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but if then one day, George doesn't call me. Mm-hmm. And this is his horse track money. That's mm-hmm. weird. That's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. And so I call him and he hangs up on me, which right. is even weirder. Yeah. Uh, and four days later... Uh, this guy shows up at the door of my office, knocks on the door, and he goes, are you Dean Temple? And I'm like, yeah. So you, wait, you, didn't, you hadn't heard from him in four days. At four days. I don't know anything that's going on. I guys, can actually tell is you everybody the, kind of freaking out? I can tell you the slightly longer story that I can't tell in my show because I don't have time because it's got to be 50 minutes. Um, the worst thing that happened was I get a call Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. This is Saturday morning. Right. I get a call that you says... You were watching cartoons, I assume. I was actually... As everyone, I was as we getting, all are t- want to do. I was getting ready to go to Columbia's homecoming game. Right. And uh, I get this call that says, George says you need to go take all of the money out of the bank accounts now. Right. Which is a weird phone call to get. Right. And yeah, that, that is odd. Yeah. And then so on Tuesday, right around 11 or noon, when I get back to the office from... I was upstate. I... Um, there's this knock on my door and there's this guy there, this like dumpy, schlubby guy in this stained jet sweatshirt. And he's like, are you Dean Temple? And I'm like, yeah. And he likes I'm the Dean jets, Temple. which is a problem already. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we know no. there's something going on right there. Ed, you know this guy. <laughs> I, I know mean, this. I you know this guy. The second I describe this guy, you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, are you Dean Temple? And I kind of like, Yeah. Probably, uh, probably looking. I don't know. Who, probably who's asking? Being so snotty, like, oh God, what are you? Yeah. It's asking me who I am. And he goes, and I say, yeah. And he goes, you've been served, and hands me this piece of paper, and oh, I'm like, shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, did so, you even know? Like, I in, didn't know it. I didn't know what it meant yet. Of my life, like, I, I would not even know. Like, if they served me, I'd be like, oh, what? 
You know, like I'd be so excited. I, I, not, well, the thing like, is, no. not not four days after but your uncle you. didn't call kind and of. three days after they told you to take all the money out of the bank. Yeah. At that point, you're like, I'm fucked. What did they just get me into? I am fucked. So um, I go to a lawyer mm-hmm. who tells me that the U.S. Department of Justice is suing me for $19 million oh, for, Jesus. for being involved in a lottery scam that targets senior citizens. At, at, I'm sorry, at what? So my uncle, senior citizens. So my uncle's business was, um, they were a lottery brokerage. And what they did was they would buy all these massive amounts of tickets. Mm-hmm. And then people could buy shares of those. And mm-hmm. they would, and whatever the winnings were, they split them in the would shares. Would you call it like a py- pyramid scheme of no, sorts? No, it wasn't a pyramid scheme. It was like, a, what would you, it was where a, would you it was a gambling this? game. It was a gambling. It was pure gambling. Pure gambling. Yeah. And it pure wasn't, and what Ill- he was illegal. doing, no, no, actually what he was doing wasn't illegal. They were targeting everybody of in those course, industries. He knows how to, like, so they went the... after him in a big way, uh-huh. but he won the lawsuit. Wow. He won it. It's just that it took him 10 years. Yeah. And, and a lot of money, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Millions, mm-hmm. millions Jeez. of dollars in legal fees. Millions. And he lost his, co- well, no, he, he lost his company. He, he ended what up was broke. was the company again? Yeah. So his company Everybody was called Google. World Media Brokers. Get Google. Um, <laughs> but I, I wasn't working for his company because I'm a U.S. citizen. He was Canadian. Oh. Actually, he is Canadian. The plot he's thickens. St- he's, still, <laughs> he's still alive. I don't know which is better, like or worse. Like I don't. It's like, George. Well, like I in mean, America, we salute you here for that kind of thing. When then, oh, Can- Canadians are like me. The like uh, he won the case, and not only that, um, they had they had run the case so poorly, right, and so kind of underhandedly, right, that the lawyer who ran the whole thing got sanctioned. Well, let me tell you this. Let me ask you this. Let me see if this is a good spot for you to pick up your guitar. Sure. Because it feels like it is to me. Um, Because I know throughout the show, uh, which is the tale of this this woeful tale that you have, uh, you play uh, a few songs. I have changed the way I do the songs in my show completely. Great. I, I tour the I, whole. I always yeah. encourage like a constant evolution of a piece, you know. Um, so you can premise it with a little bit more information if you'd like, sure. or you can just hit it in whatever way you think is fitting. I will. Um, well, I'll say uh, the main two songs in the show, and there's mm-hmm. four, but the main two right. songs in the show four hits baby. are songs <laughs> songs that I wrote at the time. Yeah. Like there were songs that I wrote to kind of cope with things. Right. And oh, as we are wont to do as artists, man, mm-hmm. you know? So this first one that I'm going to play is, uh, is a song that I wrote to try to turn my luck around because okay. everything was going wrong. I was going, I mean, I was six figures in debt. Yeah. I, um, everything was just well, some really, people would say 19 million really messed up. Well, I no, Cause I, I didn't, I didn't, I never owed them that money. Yeah. But, um, I just had to do something to fix my luck. And musical singing, and maybe. This is, so this is the song that I wrote then. Now, I, before I finish this, so this is just to finish this. Just to, this, just to, I don't know if people will like this story or not. <laughs> I was writing this Fuck song. And you, like know, you know when you're writing no a song? No one has to like a story. It's a story. Listen, yeah, just well, listen. That's true. That's true. But you know when you're writing a song and you, just, you know you have to finish it? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you never will? Yeah. All right. So I was there. And I get this phone call from my wife's best friend who says, um, Alex has just had an accident. She's in the hospital. 
And I'm like, oh God, is she okay? Yeah, she's sitting in the waiting room. And I said, she's okay though. Yeah, and my, and, and I, my car was in the shop and Flo was like, yeah, I'll, I'm coming to get you now so I can take you there. And I said, but she's okay. Did you say Flo? Her name was Flo, yeah. And, and so the progressive. Well, no, it's Florence. Okay. And um, I just want to make sure. And I, I said, hate that bitch. so I told her, I said, <laughs> I actually, I need an hour. I need an hour to finish this. And then you can come get me to take me to the I'm hospital. I'm on a deadline. <laughs> I'm on a fucking deadline to finish this song. But, but I played it for Alex when she got home and she loved it. Right. So, and, she, and honestly, and the, isn't that in the end all that matters? Even when I got there, we sat in the emergency room for another six hours. It's, right. it's not like she needed me right, there right, in that right. moment. Mm-hmm. But well, I knew we'll I, see. I might, knew I had to call finish in it. and have a different like, opinion. I sent, I when did. When you're in the zone, you're in the zone. Yeah, you got to <laughs> stay in that fucking pocket, baby. I did send her the call-in number. So. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah, but let's see how this. Let's see how. It we'll sounds. see if the guitar is. If you can hear it. Play a little guitar so I can see how it. Do you need me to turn it down? Is that too loud? No, I think. Let me. Let me just hear. Let me see how it goes with your voice. I woke up this morning because the telephone was ringing. No damn luck today. And those robocalls kept coming for at least another hour. No damn luck today. As I poured myself some breakfast, watched the milk come out in chunks. No damn luck today. There's no towel in the shower, so I dried off with toilet paper. No damn luck today. Seems the feds would like to have a word or two with me. No damn luck today. They want 19 million bucks, but what they get is what you see. No damn luck today. Should I kindly just oblige them and give them a big smile? No damn luck today. Cause my bank account is empty and I can't afford the trial. No damn luck today. I guess it all could be worse. I could find myself in jail with a cellmate who thinks I got pretty lips. Or some pirates could have stormed my home or lightning could have struck me. These are things I know that happen every day. So maybe it's okay that your life's not what you planned. No damn luck today. Cause there's time to roll your sleeves up and take fate into the hand. No damn luck today. You may wake up tomorrow with your luck completely changed. No damn luck today. So I'll end this with the hope that you'll rarely have to say. No damn luck today. could have joined in on that one it's a call and re- it's a call and response right now I, you know i would like i sound like shit although you know there's like a lot of women make money off this kind of voice so yeah. maybe i should fucking record an album really quick you know over the next few days um yeah i think you should this a little the little down, on down. The, yeah because i 
not because they can't hear you, but because I I want to hear you too over here. Right. And I um. I felt it I'm felt self, a little boomy. And I'm a selfish bit, bitch. Yeah, but the, it felt a little boomy to me. So I. I but you know. I like the way it sounds. I love the way that guitar sounds. Holy Doesn't shit! Doesn't it sound I'm great? I'm kind of like what I'm like. I just want the whole. I just want to like steal the setup from and the, you like and right now this amp I'll ask him I like I like buy a lot of things I shouldn't yeah have, so. me too and I can't play this so. busking amp is um oh, it sounds great. amazing it's battery powered it's a little heavy it's yeah. 20 pounds but uh yeah, that's kind of heavy the mic pretty heavy. the mic sounds just as good as the guitar throw it yeah like I could hear the, I could hear the diff uh well I mean it, just the nice plucking of the guitar is like a lot like yeah. feeling that Anyway, we're getting into semantics here, people. Um, <laughs> we could just talk about amps all day. Oh, I'll talk about gear all night. You can't start me down that road. I know. I know. So I want to let's go back to Katie. Or, sorry, Teaspoon for a minute. Um, although, Teaspoon, you do do. You do do. I do do. A lot of. You do stand up. I do. You, you do sketch. Yes. You do improv. I used to do improv, not right. as much anymore. I think we both like started kind of in it or yeah. did, dabbled in it. I still do improv. Um, I actually did a Google um, team building exercise where I played an art buyer <laughs> the other day. And it was it was fascinating. I'm like, these kids were like literally like 16 and they were all interns and they had to come up and sell me like on a piece of something that they found. In wherever were you they, teaching the workshop no i was it was it was part of a team building exercise and i was an art collector my my part was an art collector and so they had to find me on their journey through we were on the high line mostly on the oh, high wow. line and in chelsea market there were like eight or nine artists or actors and then they had to somewhere along the way find a piece of art or make a piece of art and sell me on why it should be a modern piece of art. And then I got to like grill them. And wow. It was so fucking fun. I mean, I was super sick, but God damn it. If I did not have the best time in my life. And these kids are so adorable. And I'm like, you know, people shit on fucking Z all the time. And I'm like, I love them. I think they're great. I love Generation Z. I think they've got a lot of great ideas. I made jokes about how Google's a huge corporation and how they're, you know, selling their souls. And they laugh. They, they, yeah. they totally had a huge sense of humor. Um, but anyway, that that improv. Love it. It was great. I've had to, now that I, I work in advertising, I hear Gen Z a lot. Yes. And they're actually not horrible no they're not horrible <laughs> but i'm a gen xer and like just no one even talks about us and i kind of like that too like, yeah like, we're just kind of like laying low and we're like forgotten. let everyone like get fucked and we're like mm, we didn't do yeah. anything wrong we're we the forgotten did, generation we just invented the internet <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so you hear gen z a lot yeah it's and uh, it's interesting i'm learning you know just like trying to figure out what um like it when I, you know when I was in college and stuff. Like now, now um, Gen Z only uses Facebook. Like it's like a mandatory thing when they really? go to college, and they're like, you have to do it to like sign up Zuckerberg for these must things. Be like and now it's like not even like, it's not even a thing. Like it, you know, it's just interesting yeah. to yeah. to see that difference. What is your chosen um, social media usage, and what? It, and I know you're holler at you, yes, on Instagram. Um, that's H A L L E R A T Y O U, correct? Yep. Um, so definitely, right now, go to Instagram and uh, follow. And you're the D- Dean Temple. That. that Dean Temple. I had trouble finding you. Well, Dean Temple on Instagram is There's porn star. There's a lot star. of Dean Temples, yeah. Oh. Well, the person cool. who has Dean Temple is the porn star Dean Temple. Oh. 
Well, no wonder I liked his painting. No, yeah. it's-, <laughs> it's very different content than mine. I just assumed you were the same person. I uh, I per- I like Instagram um, yeah. because that's where I I creep on a lot of Instagram dogs, and I am obsessed with memes. Oh, and that's yeah. where I mean. Is that what you, you are you a meme poster? Oh mostly? my god, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with memes. Do you screenshot your um, tweets and then I, post I them? I do. Yes. Um. I you know I was like a little timid to do it at first, but w- because I I ran a dog meme account for like yeah. three years and right. noticed that those tweets or those posts perform twice as well it's crazy and i think i just did my i like finally felt comfortable doing it for the first time and i was like oh now i see it's it's become a lot more common but i think the reason because uh, sometimes like on other platforms when someone like on facebook or on on twitter or something if someone posts just like a link to instagram you're like get this off my timeline like right but on on instagram it's it's different it has like this authenticity thing right yeah, I think as we're we're kind of like it sounds cliche, but pictures worth a thousand words. But then there's words in the picture, and then it sort of like yeah. draws you in in a way and that it's, you know. It's, there's a really interesting psychology to why memes work and mm-hmm. why it's it because the way that I so my analogy for like when your your mindset on social media, it's like telling someone a story and they're constantly about to walk away from you. So you have to like. You know, you gotta flag them down or like show a nipple or like do something. You know what I mean? Like a meme is basically like, hey, this is why you're gonna like this. You know? And and so it stops people. What about like, do you get a lot of uh, like uh, the inappropriate contact from uh, in your DMs? You know, I really don't, which is very disappointing. You know? Slide like, into I the DMs, guys. So many God. funny jokes no. about this shit. If these guys are just, you know, it's mostly it's a lot of dogs, which is great. And <laughs> and please don't stop messaging me. And they are inappropriate as well. Um, <laughs> I get a lot of dog dick pics. I'll be honest. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Red rockets all over the place. Um, yeah, but but like, okay. So let me ask you this. Uh, well, first of all, are, are you dating anyone right now? Uh, no, I was in a relationship, and now I'm no longer in that relationship. And do you like to write about? Like, will you write about co- comedy songs about friends? Oh or yeah. Well, friends with yeah. Benefits the or? the friends with benefits one was from a direct. I mean, that actually was like for two three years of my life, me trying to figure out how to navigate that and realizing like it's not for everybody you know you have to or or I also realized for me it was a lot of trial and error right and realizing if it's my if it truly is my decision to have that casual relationship and it's not me settling for that because it's like I don't know what's happening or it's what the guy wants and I'm pretending to be okay with it which like I've totally you know I've I think lied it, to myself about that. You know, We've it's like, I'm so chill. This is yeah. fine. And then you're like, why am I crying? Like, uh, <laughs> I am feeling like... But, but then there have been situations where I'm like, no, I I only want this level of, of yeah. relationship with you. And yeah. so then I'm like, oh, it's not that it's completely wrong. You just have to really make sure you, you're in a position where you're... you're not controlling the other person, but it's your choice. Otherwise, you feel do you think it's taken advantage of like more acceptable, or do you think it's kind of going away in a way? Like, do you think it or 
or do you think it just sort of ebbs and flows in a way? Um, I I think it's actually I think we're making a turn, a good turn. I think we got to a really like depressing place. Like I think Tinder right. kind of like it just like lowered yeah. the cultural bar. Oh, it certainly did, so yeah. much that people and it. But it's I've also done my other people like they handed me their Tinder and let me do yeah. their Tinder for them for a while. And I actually got matches, which was great. But it's just like and it, it did not. Yeah. End well. And and the norm is like people don't show up or you get ghosted. And right. And that's why I actually I, I don't I didn't end up getting the job, but I interviewed at Hinge. And even okay. though they didn't hire me, yeah. <laughs> I actually still have like a tremendous amount of respect for them because yeah. they um are they've their whole thing is like we are a relationship app and if you're that's not what if you're not on that if you're not on the app to to do that then 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 go on bumble or tinder like yeah so but yeah apps for everything nowadays we don't need you know we we can exactly actually space them out um well you have a song called friends with benefit or a friend just a friend just a friend with benefits um if you do you want to preface it in any way other than um this it was sort of like me coping with you know it's like this was my my release of that time and um yeah so this is sort of like a trip into my anxiety this <laughs> is like let's do a flashback oh, and but i and does it make you feel like when you now when you look back at the time and you sing it, it does i'm it- like i'm like why did i like do that to myself you right. know is it is it more like haha it's, it's yeah uh, I, now, I've left it in the past yeah so it's not hard to like go back but and- you know what's interesting is I actually I still get messages from women who are like thank you so much like this helped me get out of a relationship that I was like that was really making me miserable right. and I like you were kind of walked stuck away or, yeah. and you know like when I get messages like that I get really happy because I it makes me realize I like just Women need to know, like, you don't have to settle for bullshit. And it's also okay to, like, want more. Yeah. And it's you're not, like, crazy and needy. Like, it's it's fine to, like, have emotions. No, and in fact, a lot of men are that way. I mean, exactly. it's, just, it's not a, it's not even a gender thing. Like, it, yeah. most people want more. It gets... It's, there's a fear thing. There is a um, It gets generalized. Pressure. And, you know, I mean, it's weird because... It's not weird, but, I mean, uh, you know, we've been together for... It'll be 16 years. Wow. I think. Congrats. And so we, I kind of just kind of, you know, I remember being on MySpace and somebody propositioning me and I was like, sure, I'll meet you out. And I like met him and like we had a drink and then I felt really weird. And then I was like, I guess I have to make out with you. And then I like ran away and got in a cab. And I don't like that was like my one internet experience. And then it turned into this, you know, oh, and then we got, and then we got married. Was that you? No, it wasn't. Oh, no. But we like, we were like, we really were like a one night stand that just kind of lasted 16 more years. Yeah. Um, but um yeah so for me yeah, I'm like, i love you too i know babe, i know and uh you know we should give you this mic honey right the shitty mic Oh, thanks. Uh, no problem. <laughs> um, it is hot as balls in here, and you it guys is. are troopers. We're really doing. You guys are doing well. So let's do let's um, let's do for, uh, just a friend with benefits, um, and then we'll play a couple songs. We can chill, chill, cool down a little bit because um, it's about to get hot on here. Yeah. All right, uh, you're about to drop it, and um, you you'll be able to hear it in your phones, but we won't be able to hear it out here. So I don't know if taping it is like you know, or I could just beatbox and. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, I kid. Normally I could beatbox, but no, I cannot. Oh. I tuned it back in. 
All right, here we go. Dean, I actually might need your uh, vocals on this. What do you want? Oh. You'll know when to, oh, for the chorus. I need a Bismarck key. Because as you guys will hear, my my uh, my singing voice is mediocre at best. Uh, you know what? It's all you about know, the all about effort, honesty. baby. <laughs> all right, here we go. Sorry, can we restart it? I miss, missed the cue. Yeah, okay. no problem. Hold on, go back. And is it up all the way, honey? Uh, I would say up more, yeah. We uh, Rappers always like their music loud, am I right? We do. All right. Here we go. One, two. I don't... Why is it going? See, it did this It did this one. I was... This is why I was worried about the Google. Here we go. I'm, re, I'm refreshing. I'm refreshing. Here we go. Okay, here's your... Went on a date and had sex too fast Cause I didn't wanna wait I'll tell you a story of my situation When I hooked up with a guy from the U.S. nation We met in a class, that's what started our flirting He had brown hair and he was flannel shirting Walked into the room, flustered cause I was late I said, yo, my name is Katie, you can call me Kate I thought to myself, I think I like this guy And then I got all awkward, couldn't look him in the eye I asked him his name, he said something, Steen Surprise Another Jew in the comedy scene After the last day he got the balls to ask Do you want to grab a drink? So we went after class In my head I was hoping he'd kiss me If I didn't fuck it up by talking about Disney He finally made a move my face got all red And before I knew it he was in my bed The next day he said we should do this again I guess we're just sex friends You 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 got got what what I need. need But you say you're just a friend with benefits. Say you're just a friend. Oh, baby, you. You got what I need. But you say you're just a friend with benefits. Say you're just a friend. I tried my best just to play it cool. Thought I wouldn't get hurt, but I was being a fool. I have lots of guy friends, and that's a fact. Like Charlie, Dennis, Tommy, and Jack. Those names are all fake. Let's just get on with the story about this guy I met that made me kind of horny. The problem with keeping it casual is you give him license to be an asshole. The relationship got so damn confusing because you can't be friends with someone that you're screwing. My vagina was like, hey, let's just have fun but my brain was like yeah i'm not sure that he's the one pretended not to care and acted all chill it's not like i was gonna tell him how i feel he texted and said hey what are you up to took me an hour to come back with nothing much you then he didn't answer me i started to cry it's times like these that i'm like what is wrong with guys you texted me dude what the fuck you You got what I need But you say you're just a friend With benefits Say you're just a friend Oh baby You You got what I need But you say you're just a friend With benefits Say you're just a friend We ran into each other, it was unexpected I thought, well, if he wants to see me, then he would have texted I thought to myself, is he gonna hug me? Or will he just treat me like one of his buddies? It's not like I expected flowers or diamonds Just some acknowledgement that you were inside this Cause on top of feeling awkward, I felt used for sex And like Aretha said, it's all about respect He left with his friends 
didn't say bye. What's the forecast? Oh, I think it's gonna cry. Don't blame me. It's just my emotions and that stupid chemical, oxytocin. Cause when it's just sex, it makes me feel like a whore. And I'm not a booty call, cause I'm worth much more. I went up to him. I said, if you wanna hit it, you gotta pay the meter or I'll give you a ticket. One last thing, and sorry if this is crude, don't shit where you eat, cause you get poop in your food. Just a little nugget of wisdom. Friend. Say you're just a friend. Nice. I like that. Was, that was a nice team effort. There. It was. It was. It's a beautiful was moment. It was like hands across America, but it was <laughs> a small studio where we're sweating our balls off in Brooklyn, Bushwick, New York. Um, if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to Teaspoon, um, and that is uh, her song, Just a Friend with Benefits. Um, such a true uh, and honest approach to what is has happened and is happening what, what are you doing honey Looking for the phone number. oh do you need the phone number oh and tim's gonna call in and i keep forgetting like oh oh i gotta look at my phone um the phone number here if you'd like to call in tim tim i know tim dark was gonna call in but i i might have talked over him calling in i i i know there's supposed to be a flashing light or something and it's I don't I, I never figured it out. We we figured it out the first week though, but I, I don't know. Who knows? It, you know, they're just interrupting. You know, people interrupting anyway. But no, we want you to interrupt. We love questions from the audience. Um, the phone number is all I cl- oh, Sorry, I'm really bad at this. Uh, radio. For, there it is. Okay, seven one eight nine two eight nine nine six zero. My previous WAG client needs a walk. Also, that's, that's probably because a Teaspoon did a song and that dog was like, oh, yeah. I need Kelly back in my life. Yes, I love to work for WAG because I get to do walks whenever I want to. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's get back to this uh, mess that you've got yeah, yourself I'm, in, I'm, Dean. I'm hooked on this Shit episode. Shit is fucked <laughs> for you. I mean, you are kind of screwed at this point. You're, oh, yeah. You're writing a song. You're down in the dumps. You're trying to get out of it by writing. Your, your, your lady's in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. No, she, was, she was six months no weight bearing on that foot. Um, so it was just one. It was one really like, great fun on, thing after hold the next. Hold please with your finger in the air and <laughs> your other fingers on the guitar. Um, so let's take us to the next song like like, oh, all like right, sure you know so, like let's lead into that all right so what happened with this next song and um this next song is very different i sort of kind of did a little bit of this one last time sort but i had turned of. it into such a speak singing thing mm-hmm. uh before i love and to like remix so i this this is back to being a normal song okay. from being from being a speak singing song and um what happened with this, when I first got into this, I thought it was insane and it didn't make any sense. And I had this lawyer who was $450 an hour uh-huh. and uh, Holy God, 10, damn it. $10,000. You know what? I need to go back to school and be a yeah. lawyer. I really do. $10,000 in the first week. Why? Jesus. 
So I... Um, You're like, I'll just do one word at a time. I asked this lawyer, I said, can you please call these guys at the Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission and tell them they obviously made a mistake. Can they let me go? Obviously. Yeah. Look at you. You're just a baby. And because it... Yeah. You and, could never hurt a fly. And here's the thing. <laughs> at the time, I really thought that might work. <laughs> Well, there are a lot well, of steps. And also, <laughs> let's not dismiss the fact that you are a privileged white man who Yo, could yeah. probably get away with murder. Um, I not, you know, not with my track record. <laughs> I get in, I oh, get into other. trouble. Ooh. I've always, I've always been in the. Person are you a troublemaker? Trouble. Like, are you kind of like? You know, you find yourself at the it's 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 at the party, the last one at the keg when the cops come, and you're yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. But it's not my house, man. That was yeah, that was me. And I would th- and I would think that was a perfectly legitimate way to get out of it too. <laughs> I mean, I'm, no, I'm the kids that tap this last part of this beer, man. You just would that you'd you'd push things and see where they would go. Or people. And here's the biggest problem: if I right. made if something I was doing made people laugh, right? I kept going. Of course. So, so like I when think, I'm, I think we're all in this room together on that. Yeah. yeah so when I'm sure. in eighth grade, I I've suddenly got all these people laughing because I figured out where I'm at the. This is how how I, I was a geeky kid, but I was the geeky kid who's in trouble. So I am at the Georgia State Latin Convention. Wow, that is that is well, about it, as nerdy. You kind of had gets. you kind of had to go if you were taking Latin. Yeah. And um <laughs> and so I'm there and. We're starting this pinecone war. I yeah. So I don't know that world. We're man. having this pinecone war, right? Right. And I think the funniest. All right. So the guys who we're fighting with, they go hide in this cabin, and so I open up the bathroom window so we can attack them that way. But I see that the toilet's open, and I start filling with pine cones because, for some reason, to me, that's the funniest thing I've ever that seen in my great. life. That's funny. Well, a toilet full I, of pine I, cones I was funny. Are we all agree that's yeah. funny? But it's not nearly as funny as setting those pine cones on fire mm-hmm. while they're in the toilet. Mm-hmm. And so I did, I did get in trouble for lighting a toilet on fire when I was 13. And I, that, that's continued. Does not surprise me in the least. But people were laughing. And so I was like, well, they think this is funny. Yeah. yeah. So the rest of my life. Yeah. So along those lines, right. I think that I'm just going to get out of trouble. My lawyer calls and says, they say you're much deeper in this than you say. They actually, they think you might be the mastermind of this operation, which freaked me out. Wow. And also, uh, thank you. <laughs> well, you're kind of, you're, you're like, like, wow, I'm you're like, yeah. smart. You're like, also, mastermind. Like, how much is this call call? Like, yeah. like Goldfinger, honestly, just picking up the phone is $112.50. Oh, we know the actual price, man. Yeah. That is that's, that's picking up the phone. That's um, so she says, she says, they think you're in this deeper than you say. And I say, what is this? What kind of idiot is this guy? What kind of spy novel reading idiot is this guy calling me a mastermind? Does he know nothing about me? And she says, they've got a whole case profile on you. They have had customs agents tailing you around New York City for months. And they have pictures of you. They have pictures of you at the post office and at the ATM machine and through the windows of your office and your apartment. So at that moment, I went into my little room with my guitar and turned it as loud as it could go and beat the living shit out of it. Yeah. But while, but you can only do that for so long and suddenly some kind of pattern starts forming. And as I was doing that, suddenly I said this lyric, Mr. Shadow, do I interest you? And it stopped me dead. I was just like, 
Ooh. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> this is going to cost me. I was like, oh, this is good. And, and I think when I was writing it, I had this fantasy that I was going to, because this was in the Southern District Court of Chicago, this thing is happening. I mean, I could see myself in some blues club in Chicago right. playing this song. And that motherfucker was in the audience so he could hear it. And I was like, boy, this is the lamest revenge fantasy I've ever heard. We, right? We never set the stage that this wasn't in New York. It was. Uh, it was. Well, I mean, I was in. Yeah. I mean, the lawsuit itself was in Chicago and Toronto. Right. So I was basically, I just felt like I was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And how did I get involved? Yeah. Right. That makes sense. So I put a phaser on it this time. Nice. Is that coming through okay? That's fucking sick, bro. Is that too loud? No, I think that's good. That's okay. better. It's a better mix for me. So this is that song. That's better, yeah. Mr. Shadow Do I trust you? Mr. Castrato, he tells you what to do. Like my big brother sent you to check on me. Do you force it on him? While you tell him what you see Did you see me do it? Can you tell me where? You lend me a shutter You got your proof right there Take it back to lover Something to get him hard Evidence and rewards Can't make up for absent parts Mr. Shadow, the window's open. Mr. Shadow, the window's open. Mr. Shadow, the window's open, but the door stays closed. Mr. Castrato Always bent over your desk Such for missing pieces That never-ending quest And your man is God your back play shadow to you too violation sweet sense of barriers unglued 
cast a shadow. The windows open, Mr. Shadow. The windows open, Mr. Shadow. The windows open, but the door stays closed. Mr. Castrato Try and take it off from me That's why you sent your shadow You built your fantasy My image haunts you now so sure there's something there What I got don't transfer And that's revenge to spare Mr. Shadow The windows open Mr. Shadow The windows open Mr. Shadow The windows open But the door stays closed So that was that was me angry. I kind of like. I know. I expected that to be way angrier. Um, no, well, no, but I like. Yeah, I've, you were like a subdued angry. I've changed. There. Well, yeah. I've changed that song a lot. Um, it sounded originally. It was much punkier and yeah. much. Um, it, it there was a. It was. But I, I like very how it's like distorted. a little bit of a, a latency and a little bit of a more I, yeah, like a, yeah, like a sneak cool. up on you and I, like a little yeah. bit more of like a. Like a finger wagging and, you know, you know, like I a wanted it to be a little anger. more dangerous. Yeah, it's definitely got a danger. Uh, and I know like in your headphones, it probably I don't I don't know what it sounds like to you. And I'm very hoping, distorted. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping it sounds better out there. But honestly, it kind of worked for that song. So I'm not like too mad about it. But like <laughs> they do need to get the fucking sound right in here. And I will uh, be. I have let them know before. Um, uh, awesome! Did I really love that song? Oh, thank you. That's great. Um, and the and the show is like how how long is it's an hour? It's got to be I've, an hour to fit. I've got to cut it to fifty for, 50 for Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. So first, let's let's throw it to Edinburgh. So any questions you want to ask me? I've been there twice. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've had everything answered already, probably. Well, I'm hoping that I'm prepared. I have no clue, really, because until I'm on the ground there, so unprepared. <laughs> I won't know. Well, I completely and totally unprepared. The only thing I could possibly hope to be is off book. Which, oh, you'll be fine. Which I'm not yet. You'll be fine. You I, will. I, be. I, that's the least of your problems. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's that's that's. Like my just getting the day to day is like uh, is like a thing in Edinburgh. Well, all right. So tell me, in addition to flyering, in addition to doing the show, right? What what is taking up your time when you're there? Um, I I you know here's what I would say about Edinburgh. Like the first time that I went, I was being paid and I was in someone else's show, and the show wasn't great, and I didn't 
have like a huge stake in it, but I had a great part and you know, I, I was well written up and so I was kind of like twiddly diddly diddly all over like Edinburgh because like my show is like three o'clock in the afternoon and then I would go hang out with Reggie Watts and fucking Jessica Delfino and the Trachtenbergs all night mm. at the green room. And so for me, there were there were like very little stakes and uh, a great payoff, you know, oh, cool. um, then I took my own show <laughs> and I play Jekyll and Hyde's, uh, which is a great space. Uh, very lucky space. Uh, it can be very full and um, usually is full. Um, and I, I just, uh, I think it's mostly the living circumstances that bother me. It's like, it's really like, I'm I'm not someone who wants to be on top of five other people. And you kind of like, if you, if you want to break even, even close to break even, you kind of have to live with a bunch of people. Right. Um, and that was, God. It was like five years, six, six years ago, seven, eight. I don't know. And it was a long time ago. And it was already at that point. I, I can't imagine going back unless someone was like, we will put you in a mansion. You will be massaged. <laughs> Your feet will be massaged. We will take you down the promenade. Um, you know, I mean, I loved so many things about it, right. but I hated a lot more of it. It, it For me, it's just. It was it was too hard. Yeah, it was I'm, too hard to get my show across, and I right. You mean like across in like culturally? You, no, not cul- well. I had some real. I mean, the Scots are they're rapists. I mean, just <laughs> by like like a daily like thing, and not not even like. I, and then I'm, and I'm overstating that that they're very. <laughs> They're very They're rapey. Over, rapey. <laughs> Overstating. I mean, I would be manhandled before. I had an 11 p.m. show. So, okay. you can so imagine. You get, you get people the drunk are, yeah, yeah, at Jekyll and Hyde's, and the, you know, they're ready to come down. And it was a free show. And of course, free shows mean bucket passed. And bucket passed means a lot of money, actually. Um, I, would, I actually did break even that year. Um, but however, it means like going around the pub beforehand and hanging out with people. And it, it got really like, nerve-wrackingly handsy and uh on occasions where then they would come to my show Mm. where i was after i was i don't think you're gonna have to deal with this as much as i did um (laughs) something tells me uh and it was scary and i was afraid and then i would have to do a show and then there were you know listen Edinburgh is an amazing experience. Everyone should do it. Everyone should do it both ways. Everyone should go on a show they don't give a shit about right. and they're being paid for and uh, there's no there's no so, nothing else yeah. than other than being great at your part. And then hanging out with that, Reggie Watts the rest of the time. <laughs> um, and that was when Reggie was like, you know, he wasn't a big deal. So, it, you know, when we were just, it was just like fun to hang out with him and he was he was great. I mean, he was, you could see he was moving forward at the time. Uh, but he wasn't, you know, a late night host uh, band or anything. Um, <clears throat> then, and you should go with your own show, and you should see what that's like. I mean, it's a, it's, it's an experience that people need to have um, to appreciate. <laughs> Uh, their own experiences here in New York um, and their own experiences like touring the United States and their own experiences touring uh, other countries. Um, I mean, it's literally a million people descend upon fucking right. Edinburgh. I mean, it's it's insanity. It's, it's literally in- insanity. I, I have memories that I will never... F- are amazing that I'll never forget and horrifying that I'll <sighs> never forget. And I would not trade either. Um, and I'm glad, you know, I mean... 
you got the calls. I mean, what did you what did you think? You got the phone calls. I mean, the second time around, anyway. <laughs> oh, what's this? This is my microphone. I, I remember getting the call from about a girl who f- like fell off a balcony and <gasps> and like was impaled by a. Oof. Okay, so the first day. Oof. My first day, I, I'm like bringing up my bags, like the fourth floor. And I actually have my own room and I'm staying with like five other girls, but they've all like, they're all paying a lot less and I'm going to just fucking foot the bill and pay a little bit more and have my own room so I don't have to fucking, I, yeah. I need space when Same. I'm, you know, performing as a show. I just need it. And me and my friend Penny Pollock um, uh, arrived the first and the first fucking day, we hear this like crazy fight outside the door. I mean, Scots are fucking, they're fucking crazy. They're drunk and they're fucking insane. Oh, and they're fighting and they're screaming. And it's a man, it's a woman, it's a de- domestic dispute. And then you hear, ah! oh my God. And I'm on like the fourth floor and I like, I like walk out and I look over the balcony and there's this woman like, like, the bike rack down down <gasps> like four floors down she's like laying on the bike rack and and the the people who live next door to me they're like oh my god oh my god oh my they're freaking god. out they're freaking out and i run down the stairs and i'm you know like trying to like pick her up and i'm like don't move her and i'm like is her neck broken i'm like have <gasps> no idea and my friend penny's like i'm not fucking going out there fuck that shit I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even leaving this fucking apartment fuck that shit and I'm like you gotta come out and see and she's like I don't have to come see anything um, so I kind of dealt with and helped call 911 and like later that it was like maybe four or five hours later she, the girl came back and like a neck brace and her fucking head's all sewn back on and she's like partying with her boyfriend oh like drinking god. beers and she's like so sorry guys like oh my god <laughs> don't you know i'm so sorry <laughs> oh my god and i was just like are we living next to you for a month like a month like what's happening and that was like, like that that's wasn't the even a bad one nice. that was the Man. kickoff nice um, so it's you're immersed in an atmosphere. There is part of me, I got to tell you, there's a part of me that actually is seeking out that aspect of this as a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. There's like This is something I need to go through as an artist mm-hmm. where there, there's this old school element about this where mm-hmm. you have to go drop into the pit with all of the crazies. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have and to do your own promotion. You You've got to be that. out there like trying to get everybody's attention so chalk. they come to bring your show. Bring chalk. Bring chalk. Okay. That's my one chalk. thing. Is that for sidewalks? What is it for? Anything. Anywhere ever you oh, want to do chalk okay. because a lot of people are going to be flyering and they'll flyer over you. Over but my chalk stuff. And people will erase your shit. But like honestly, chalk, you'll save your voice. Okay. All right. I will, I will try You're that. You're welcome. I will try that. Now, the other thing that Five I'm going to do. Okay. No. <laughs> not a problem. But the other thing that I'm going to do, and I was thinking, you know, you are probably a perfect candidate for this. Uh-uh. So I've been doing this project called Big Trouble. Since mm-hmm. I got into big trouble, I've been asking people. I've seen these. I've oh, you've seen these. them. Okay. And I actually was going to mention them. Yes. They're great. I, I'm thinking you might be a candidate for this show. Pretty sure. Have you ever been in big trouble? Oh, who, me? Uh, no. Oh, good. Well, this... I mean, big trouble I want to talk about. All right. So you can, you can be one of my next guests. Yeah, I saw a few. I watched a few. They're all. So um, they can be pretty funny. They are great. It's great. They're very honest. I think this is what's kind of fun about them. No, that people sounds are just, really interesting. Yeah, well, and I'm, I think she might be the candidate I try too. To, I try to keep them to 90 seconds. Yeah. Mm. I fail. They're all 100 seconds, but that's close enough. <laughs> yeah, close. yeah. But I figured for social media, they needed to be that kind of length. Yeah, right. Uh, but to get a real story out of people about how they got into trouble and, and sort of 
just something that they gained from it. Yeah. And have that turnaround that's happen. That's really, really interesting. So mm-hmm. that's been that's been a fun project to work on. I've had a great time talking mm-hmm. to people and I've just been keeping it really basic. Like yeah. you know, Skype Skype talk interview type thing, screen screen record. So yes, you yes, use Mary you, Goggin, who I love. Mar- yes, Miss Goggin. And, and Mary's and stories, I go back twenty years. Mary's by the stories way. are nuts because well, she dealt heroin and she was, she a, was hooker. a hooker. She was wow. on the bunny, a bunny ranch in, in Nevada. In, right. Uh, she got, she actually literally got kicked out of the bunny ranch because she was too fucked up to be there. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, she, she and I met, uh, doing Joy and Mary's Irish Italian comedy wedding. Okay. Back in the day, improv. Right. Oh, Back I re- when I you remember. got paid for improv. I remember that show. Yeah, I was getting paid and shit. Uh, it was awesome. And she was the and she was pretty newly sober. She was, I think, three or four, three years sober, four years sober. Okay. And uh, she's was the age I am now, and now she's sixty, whatever. So um, it's interesting to to see her growth and her pattern and and how much she's changed her life. And but she was awesome then too and her story and her show is really good oh it's great it's I mean, fantastic it's one of those that it's kind of starts slowly yeah. and it builds let's just it promote so it real good. quick Runaway sure. Princess uh, she's actually fundraising right now and uh, I believe it's Indiegogo it's Runaway Princess Mary Goggin she's trying to raise money for Galloway uh, she's going to be doing, I believe, six shows in Galloway, Ireland. And uh, I'd love to see her get there. And I, yeah. I know she's going to get there no matter what. But, um, you know, if you have a couple bucks extra, throw it her way because she's a great. Uh, she has a great story. I mean, she has a story that, I mean, like, I've lived life. And, like, I'm like, I was raised in Ohio. I was, like, pretty okay. <laughs> I've mental illness, but, you know, it wasn't too bad. And I... You know, I'm suicidal, but it's not like, uh, you know, <laughs> she's like uh, almost died like so many times. That I'm right. like, holy shit. It's like, what? Right. Well, the story she did on Big Trouble, just so you know, yeah. is um, it's about being 13 years old and getting busted on the corner in the Bronx for dealing heroin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like she was hardcore. She big was trouble. like basically a runner. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, she's got me beat. Wow. Yeah, no, she's got. I feel like she's got like everyone beat. Like there's, I've never heard stories like hers, and she's always been an, a mentor and um, an amazing inspiration um, to me. So, um, so <coughs> sorry. Oh God. <coughs> Under the weather, guys. Um, as we talked about, you are listening to Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate uh, you listening. I know people have tried to call in. Uh, our phone is like we don't really understand why it doesn't work, but it's kind of it's kind of fucked. So if you haven't gotten through, we're not ghosting you. We're not ghosting <laughs> you. Promise. Yeah, we'll try again. Craig is manipulating my buttons as we speak. Uh- uh, we'd love to hear from you. And I know you have questions for these two, uh, as I do. Um, let's get, Kate, let's get back to you. Let, let's say you were to tell a story on Dean's oh, show. What Nothing, would, oh man. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, let's narrow it down, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, I would, I would say I've had some, some like issues of like, oh, like, my taxes that I fucked up and then, you know, but it's Were not you an, audited it's, or anything. Uh, yeah, I got like, yeah, <gasps> oh, I had to, shit. Uh, to like resend everything. And, and I owed a bunch of money because what I submitted. Shit for, out of yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but you know, yep. I just had to like 
suck it up and and pay the fee and it's you know it i wouldn't call that big trouble i would call that like minimal modest trouble panic attack inducing but manageable trouble (laughs) right i think part of what the show Part of what the show is about is not yeah. that you have to have gotten in yeah. enormous trouble. It's it's what is big trouble for you. That's actually okay. Yeah, and it's, and it's ranged because there are people who have gone to jail. What what is big trouble for you? Um, I have so my dad is British. Or if you don't feel comfortable. No, my so my dad yeah. is I'm my like, dad's British. My dad's British, which says mm. a lot. Uh, and <laughs> I mean he so he. What does it say? He he is has like one of he's works harder than almost anybody I know. He went from Do you have a good relationship? Yes. Okay. Good. But I will also say it creates like my guilt complex and just like feeling like I'm you know, my fear of disappointing him is like you know, my therapist has had to we've had to dig through that for years, <laughs> right, you know. Right. And uh so like for me anytime what I've what I've like learned through therapy is this dynamic with my dad is it's not like if he is upset with me, I feel like I am in danger. Mm. I I actually feel, but it's, it's because it's like a, that's like a psychological pattern. That's, that's right. formed when you're a child of sure. like, it's trauma. You know, it's like there's a trauma that it's a PTSD in a way. Yeah. Know? And it's, I mean, he was never like, he wasn't an angry father in any way, but British Guilt, people, though. British people, not all of them, but a lot of them. We do not talk about our emotions. We For don't know how. Fans out We're there. all just like, oh, let's just let's, let's just take laugh tea, through this. Darling, ha, 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 yeah. You know, repress everything. Ha, and then like, what? You like milk in your tea? You're disgusting. Yeah. And then and then a giant explosion of anger of just like, I've done everything. And, and I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like and, and so I this is, you know, why like confrontation has been terrifying right. to me yeah my whole life and i'm just I, like i have a joke about this in my stand-up and to tell it i want to hear well it. it i mean it's, it's basically that being like yeah. it's basically that i am in anger management but not not because i'm bad at controlling my anger it's because i i need to learn to be angry like yes. i don't know how to do that i like repress everything and there then give be a, give myself like a, a neck spasm yeah because I do think there's a lot of people out there who can't. There's, there's a great self-help book out there called When Anger Scares You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with self-help books. Google it. Obsessed. Google it. They are all I read. Um, do but yeah. you, let's, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to file through. I want to look at, I want to look at your songs and I want to find um, one. Well, actually the, you know, the, the sh- short girl one, that's kind of, that was my first like. Nothing but is, a we. Yeah. Yeah. You right. know, this is. Let's do that. Me realizing like. I think I I inherited my my like I I let my height affect my personality for a long time. And by the way, let me just describe how amazing this woman looks. She is tight as fuck. Her <laughs> arms are like a fucking a sculpted. Uh, she her I legs, fuck with the two pounders. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> she you could fish a big fish fig, bigger than I her. Could. Maybe. That'll make but, sense later. Uh, not as toned. <laughs> that fish will not be as toned. You look amazing. Um, but I let's get angry. All right. And let's throw down All with right. nothing but a wee thing. Yeah, get up. She's getting yeah, up. Sorry. She's like, I'm, I'm going to get up and I'm going to throw it down. On that chair. <laughs> I know no one listening would have noticed, but I just thought it would be better no, for I me like to it. tell I you. Like, I, I like when you stand and you're like, I'm going to deliver this shit. 
Like, I had to check the seat when I got up because I was- might take a second. I might have to refresh. Oh, here we go. Is that good? Yep, we're good. We'll turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Is it in one headphone and not the other? No, we're good. Okay, good. One, two, three to the four, 11 and three quarters, and not an inch more. I'm ready to make an entrance and I'm coming in. I am not in your peripheral vision. Get in the car first so I could sit in the middle. Cause shotgun doesn't apply to people when you're this little Ain't nothing but a wee thing, baby But I'm a hundred pounds of crazy Yap Kids is a label that pays me I'm not a toy, so why they think they can throw me But a back to the lecture at hand What the world looks like up there, yo, I'll never understand I'm like a tiny detective And y'all have no idea what it looks like from my perspective I'm living life so close to the ground Yeah, I'm around If you can't see me, you just haven't looked down Go to the clubs, yeah, I know I'll get carded I'm the first to notice if somebody farted Just when Connor gets a giant list of pros Worst times are worse, I'll just cover my nose Don't let no one make me feel unimportant Just cause all my pants have to get shortened can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, and uh, can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, and uh, can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, you know what? I don't even like paprika. Well, I'm chillin' and I'm killin' and I'm chillin'. So what who cares if I can't reach the ceiling? Under five feet, not considered legit. But over 410, guess I'm an illegal midget. Never been on a ride like this before. Cause when I sit in the seat, my feet don't touch the floor. My neck always hurts cause I gotta look up. You know, and I know there's no way I'll reach that cup On the top shelf, do it myself Even though I am small, I got balls, I won't fall And if I do, I'll probably sue Cause what else can you do when you're a short Jew? Can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, and uh Can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, and uh Can reach that, can reach this, can reach that, you know what? I don't even like basil, so just chill Till the next casserole We've got a musical interlude that we are experiencing at the moment. Hold tight. So that's why I like attention. Used to drive a jet, I guess that goes without mention. Dropping the funny shit that makes you tall as bitches giggle. And I know it's because I'm funny and not because I'm little. I used to wear heels and my feet, they got wrecked. Thought wearing platforms that I'd get more respect. I thought I needed heels to impress the fellas. And now I gotta deal with maltracking patellas. And I'll continue to throw the rap down and put the mat down. If you bitches talk shit, I'll have to throw the smack down. Yeah, that's not true. I told you I'm under five feet, also known as petite. And I'm not gonna stop doing gigs till I make it bigs. In the city we call New York, we things gotta stick together and prove to tall people that we can do it better. Yeah, we're wrapping it. We're wrap right. We're wrap. Are we wrapping it? Wrap it. Long fate. I just love that. I was like done. Um. Uh. Yes. Nothing but a way thing. That was awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that was your first song. That was yes. There's a music video of that one. Great is that like when you fucking come out like fighting. Like I feel like my first song might have been my best song like do you ever feel like that where you're like i did until maybe i picked at the beginning now i'm worried about peaking after bros holding that's been my my artistic right. crisis yeah but i did feel well, like if that that's for a the while. worst crisis you've got well, then. <laughs> i mean there are others but uh, <laughs> what are they well we how much time do we have no <laughs> we have exactly 29 minutes oh wow <laughs> but yeah no it's it's that that 
you have to like if you tell yourself you know that's the best thing you're ever gonna write it it's just gonna fuck with you uh yeah or someone else tells you they're like that's um someone uh eleanor someone's like oh that first that for the gay song it's your eleanor rigby i was like oh no i was like damn it I mean, it is. I mean, I'm clearly. <laughs> but you I know turned what? you gay, it's, Eleanor Rigby. I mean, obviously the same thing. But um, I think what I what I realize is like you just have to keep making stuff, and they're not all gonna be the best thing you've ever done. It's just not right. possible if you want to keep doing stuff. So right, you'll get to another one that's like you're like fuck. I didn't no, think I could. You yeah, know, no, it's absolutely like, yeah. And I and I think we have, and I did, and you know, yeah, you know, you 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 have that. I feel like there are a couple Eleanors. You know what I mean? Like you'll find more. Right. They're rare though. Or there's, you know, um, uh, you know, like um, Paul, Paul's uh, solo career, you know, the, which is amazing. You know, love a lot of his work. So I'm down with that. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Hello. Hi. Who's who's? Hello. Hi. Who's that? Wow. See, we don't know when someone's hey, calling. Guys. It's just like it just like happens. And we're, and we're like magically like transitioned into like some kind of world of phone calls. Who am I speaking with? This is Devo Spice. What's up, guys? Devo, Devo what's up? What's up? How are you? How you guys doing? I'm I'm driving to Connecticut, listening to the show. I just figured ah, uh, we love you so much. Thank you for being on the show, by guys. the way. Oh, that was awesome. I'd love to come back. Yeah, you were you were on the show uh, three weeks ago. If you guys want to check out the archive of that, it's on. Um, what is it, babe? I'll tell. I'll tell. I'll tell them in a minute because we just switched carrier, like a uh, 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 podcast carrier. So, uh, but I have it. So don't worry. Don't worry, Devo. You're on it. You're on it, and you're amazing. What? Where are you going? Are you? I, I assume you're going to a gig, probably. No, I'm not actually. I'm uh, my my parents have a beach house in Connecticut. <gasps> oh, my parents Today have a their... beach house. Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. Today is their 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, oh shit. So, yeah. You're so, gonna oh, fuck. They're going to do it all night long. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, I, just, I my family's already like there. This. I'm just heading up to join them. Yeah, you're like I'm going to wait as long as I can and just like pop in. <laughs> <laughs> No, I had to work, so. <laughs> oh, sure you did. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, you know how that goes. Believable, believable. Um, well, I love you, and I'm amazed that you called in, and, and like you're driving and calling in, at this and listening at the same time. That's a lot to do at one. Multitasker. Le- yeah, multitasker. Exactly. He so, beat me in a rap battle. So first of all, let's uh, let's shout you out. What are you doing? What You have a gig coming up or anything? Uh, my next gig is going to be in the Catskills on July 26th. Yeah, you're working all I the time, dude. I am, and then of course that's kind of a long that's August kind of a long way Chicago. away. But you usually are like, oh uh, yeah, that's my next one. So Catskills, where I'm kind, I'm in I'm in full Fun Fest planning mode right now. So right, uh, that's, that's kind of taking over all of my my brain power. Yes, it, as well it does. So, like, how are you feeling? Do you guys feel pumped? Do you guys feel excited? Are you ready? Oh, we're we're the yeah, onslaught not, of not thumpers. Ready, not ready, not by a long shot, but we're <laughs> we're stoked for it. We're very excited, um, and and you know, it's it's always a lot of fun. It's a fantastic weekend. Yeah, well, let's tell let's tell the tell everyone about what it is and where it's at. Yeah, it's a it's a full weekend of comedy music. We do. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have about a dozen artists 
come out and perform. Right out, right outside of Chi Town, right? Yep, yep. It's just outside Chicago. Uh, they, you know, the hotel has a, a, a free shuttle from O'Hare, so it, it's closed. Perfect. Um, this year, our guest of honor is the Double Clicks. We've love got, them. Uh, I love, love, love the Double Damn, Clicks. Damn, well, I'm so mad I didn't know about this. Death, yes. Uh, yes, and I and I'm gonna to say teaspoon would be like a lovely um, addition to any year you have coming up. So I would she consider is her. on my list of potential artists. So, yes. Yeah, she is. willing to make the trek to Chicago. Oh yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I mean, who doesn't know someone in Chicago? Like it's True. the it's it's yeah, the right? it's the <laughs> middle pin, baby. It's like where we all go. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I am excited. Wait. So, say the dates again. I just want to make be clear about when it's at. It's August 9th through eleventh. Uh, all the all the info is at fumpfest.com. F u m p f e s t. I know it's one of those. It's a made up word, so people don't parse it the first time. So. <laughs> yes, but also, um, you know, and I want to be clear. A lot of the music that I get uh, and I play on my show, I get from the Fump, and it's very important to me that um, you guys share and exist. And I'm very grateful for everything you guys have done for comedy music. Uh, you get a lot of influence from Doctor Demento, um, and. Obviously, he takes a lot of uh, music that you play on your show, so it's kind of a, a, a wonderful circle jerk we all have going here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wonderful um, circle jerk is a great album title. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, well, like, uh, do you have any questions for the artists here in the studio? Uh, no, I just wanted to call in and say hi. I love you. I'm so glad you called in. I appreciate it. And I'm glad Thank we you. figured out that the phone was ringing. How yeah. long, how long were you on the line before? Like you, we knew you were there. That's my question. Um, probably about 15, 20 seconds, but okay. it, it was weird because the phone never, the call never even rang. It, it just, it, yeah, it like we don't really understand connected to the show. That happened last our in our last show. It, there was suddenly someone was like, "Hello, I'm here," and I'm like, "What? Who is that?" Uh, and it was like <laughs> they were like they had been on the line for like two minutes listening. No, um, so I feel like we we caught it a little earlier, and maybe we're getting better, but we just don't have any like sign. There's no sign that someone's on the line. So you made it happen. Um, well, I appreciate that you're listening. You know, I love you so much. You've given me like. I'm- so many um, uh, opportunities to play my music, and uh, I'm sending you guys stuff soon. So awesome. get ready and, for and that shit. Straight white parade, st- wait, straight pride parade, uh, and straight white parade. I mean, they're they, <laughs> they're the same. <laughs> they're really hand in hand. Uh, did that happen? No, I th- it's, it's going like to happen late in like late August. Right? Yeah. Did you did Sorry. you see their flag that they designed? No, uh, it's pink and blue. That they designed? No, it, it looked. I think. The description that I heard of it was my favorite was it looks like Holocaust pajamas. Mm. <laughs> it was just like gray and That's pretty, black striped. Pretty perfect. <laughs> I mean that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, there's some crossover. There's some cross <laughs> there is. And um, you know, uh I don't want to give them too much um uh, airtime yeah but i want to give the fump a lot of credit and thank you so much again for all you've done for me and the show and uh have a safe drive man and have a great tell your parents happy anniversary yeah and are you spending the week like is it a fourth of july like bang bang woo no just we're just up here for the weekend i gotta go back to work on monday oh boo boo well you know we all gotta make some money as as dean knows he's made 
and lost quite a bit. Oh, so, you can yeah. testify, comedy rap doesn't pay well. Nah, no, exactly. Oh, comedy rap doesn't pay well, but it, you know, it, it, you are very lovable and a, a good person and a, a, an influence and an inspiration. So if it pays well in Friends, you've got one here. Thank you. Love you. All right, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna shoot back to Dean and let him talk more about how much money he lost or didn't lose, or where the story's going All right, next. Take care, guys. All right, man. Take care. Bye. 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 Uh, I've got. You told me I have to leave in five minutes. So. Well, I think you should because of the L train. L train. Yeah. So, Are you taking the L two? No. No. Okay. So. So super quickly about the the part of the story that I haven't touched upon at all. I'm giving you you buffer, so you know you'll okay. be fine. Okay. So the part of the story I haven't touched on at all is um, my lawyer isn't the person I really turn to over the course of the lawsuit. It ends up being my mentor, who's this guy, Zachary Soloff, and he was the choreographer of the Metropolitan Opera Ballet. So Ooh. I found a ballet dancer instead of a lawyer to get me through a $19 million government lawsuit. Ah. And, uh, and Zachary was a piece of work, a uh, longtime family friend. Mm. And ABT? He uh, he actually was BT before. Like he okay. was at Ballet Theater when he was Lucia Chase. So okay. in, in the forties, because I worked for ABBT for a little bit. So I was just like, oh, is yeah, there a crossover there. Well, there's Lucia Chase founded that company early right. on, right. and Zachary actually replaced Jerome Robbins mm-hmm. in probably 1946 mm-hmm. in that company uh, in Fancy Free and in, in Jerome Robbins right. dance there uh, and Interplay. Right. Um, so he danced there. He danced for Balanchine. He was the, and then in, and when he was 28 years old and they made him the choreographer of the Metropolitan Opera Ballet. Right. Uh, and he's really, he's really the person that got me through that. Yeah. Uh, because, you know. As ballet dancers are wont. Well, you know what I mean? mean? He, who, he, has, who hasn't had a ballet dancer friend that was like, you know, I'm going to get you through this. I don't know that anybody's had that ballet dance. I think friend. literally nobody. I, I mean, think like you're the only one. But I'm just saying. Because, I and what you. Zachary used to say, and no offense to ballet dancers, but he was like, well, dancers are just so dumb. Oh, and it's not damn. that they're dumb. It's that they're so focused on dance. They're no, just, I'm going to get 100 they're calls from ballet dancers. Well, it's not that. It's, they're I'm, just so focused on dance. They're yeah. not focused on yeah. anything else. Yeah. And so they, they have don't, to be. They don't know anything else. And well, that's hungry. because you have to do it all the time. They're exactly. very hungry. And they're hungry. Because they get to eat basically some protein and a little bit of vegetables, and that's it. And they can't have anything else. Zachary, when he was young, he would survive on hard-boiled eggs and hot tea. Oh, my God. I do love hard-boiled eggs. Of course, that's also (laughs) being, you know, a dirt-poor artist. Right. But uh, he's the person who really got me through that, and the story revolves around my relationship with him quite a bit. All right. The... uh, Yeah, let's let's get to to a song. You you want a song? If I'm going to do another song... I'm going to play around with something else. All right. This is great. A, whatever you, and, whatever uh, you've got, give us a little. Uh, what I've been playing with a little bit, because my playing changed a lot in the past couple of years. Yeah. I went, the, the, this finger style and slide thing for me is relatively new. Yes. And, um, and it confuses you when you start doing something new. I love it, though. So you it start, inspires. It does, but it also, it also, it can be a little, like, like stiltifying you're like mm. you're suddenly you're, you're, I don't know what to do with this because there are all of these things that I wasn't doing before right and so what I started doing was converting uh, or was like turning some like goth songs from the 80s and 90s into slide songs which I thought was kind of fun sounds great so if you know this one and I, th- I think you might Uh-oh. I don't you don't 
said that so confidently. Like, you're probably yeah. right. You know. um, but there's a there's a concrete blonde song called Bloodletting. Do you know that one? Oh, I nope. do know it. My voice is about to like die though, so I'm like, I'm gonna nod a lot. You can sing it along with me if you I'll want. I'll try. There's a crack in the mirror and a blood stain on my bed. A crack in the mirror and a blood stain on my bed. Oh, you were a vampire, now I'm the walking dead. Oh, you were a vampire, now I'm the walking dead. I got the ways and means to New Orleans. I'm going down by the river where it's warm and green. I'm going to have a drink and walk around. I got a lot to think about, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a rocking chair in the window by the hall. Got those words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Something's moving on the window by the hall. Oh, you were a vampire now. I'm a nothing at all. Oh, you were a vampire now. I'm a nothing at all. I got the ways I means to New Orleans. I'm going down by the river where it's warm and green. Gonna have a drink and walk around. I got a lot to think about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. to dance in the garden in the middle of the night dancing in the garden in the middle of the night oh you were a vampire and I may never see the light oh you were a vampire and I may never see the light I got the ways and means to New Orleans. I'm going down by the river where it's warm and green. I'm going to have a drink and walk around. I got a lot to think about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird how gothic songs just sort of lend themselves to weird, like, 
desperate sounding slide blues. That's goth. Yeah. It's just like one and the same, baby. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about your dates at uh, E59. At 59. So I'll be at 59 59 theaters uh, from July 17th to the 21st. You can find that on www. Well, you can find deantemple.com or 59e59.org. And then if you are a, one of our lovely abroad listeners, if you want to see a Dean and um, Enbro, which is going to be amazing, you can I find... am at the space at Surgeons Hall from August 2nd to August 24th. And then also a week Smart. from tonight. Not a whole, like not the whole month. No, yeah. no, no. I, I actually, it's a, it's a great venue with a, with a lot of people that move through it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also in the Catskills next weekend oh. doing this show. Probably before I'm ready. Um, first time this new script is on stage, I will be at the Phoenicia Playhouse in Phoenicia, New York at 8 o'clock on July 5th. Okay. And, so, And uh, how much are tickets? $20 for that. Tickets are, uh, I believe, 15 at 59 East 59th, and they are 10 pounds at ah, the Space at Surgeons Hall. Don't you know. Uh, just go to uh, deantemple.com. Find out uh, all the information. It's always updated. Uh, find out how everything's going and all his dates. It's always sometimes updated. I know. <laughs> me too. I'm always like, eh, maybe <laughs> things are updated. We're ch- I'm actually changing my website, so I understand. Uh, thank you for coming. We actually have to let Dean go. Thank you so much for having me. Because the fucking train, is, it stops kind of... And it was it, great it meeting you, too. It doesn't stop running, you but too. it runs every 20 minutes as of uh, 10 p.m. So I try to get guests to the train before 10 or so around 10. And so haul they can ass that. over there with all my gear. Yeah, haul ass. But honestly, it's it's not too bad if you miss. So, no, um, But, you know, I like to be considerate of the people who come here. That's just how I roll. Well, thank you for having me on. I really, I had fun. I and the best of luck you. to you. I'm excited to hear how your whole um, Edinburgh time goes. Are you living with other people? Are you staying with other? Are you? I you can't I be actually, staying by, uh, by yourself. I'm not. No. Yeah, I was gonna say, unless you're rich. But but I have a but I have a I have a relatively decent. And space. find out how it all turns out, because seriously, we don't really yeah, know. I'm I mean, like we're that. like on the edge of our seats. We kind of only know the very middle beginning oh, you have to come see the show to find that out exactly 59e 59. that's how it works because i have to sell tickets to pay my bills in edinburgh thank you thank you and yes. here and here i have to actually pay my bills here yes so did you guys my phone doesn't get listeners cut off. did you not know artists make our money doing this we don't just do it for free i mean we do but we don't want to we <laughs> we actually want to like make money doing our art am i right babe all right. Well, um, let's let's you know. I feel like this is a good time for us to this like is. refolk. Yeah. Um, how 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 do you feel about what Dean's doing? Like, what's your take? I've I'm actually I've been. Really, Are you like a one woman show kind of lady? Yeah. yeah. I because I since when I did um I did the breakout artist series at Caroline's in right. October. Yeah, I remember, and, and you did well. And it was, you know, it was the first time. Well, it wasn't the first time, but um, I did a festival over the summer that was kind. It was kind of my like Catskills show where I was like, I'm not ready to do right an hour. You're like, I'm in the fire. Here we go, Shaka Khan. Um, and it really forced me to take all of my songs and all of the jokes that I've written that relate to them and mash it all together. And 
it just helped me so much because now I feel like I have an act. Like I can, I can seamlessly like go into everything and I, fe- I just feel like it's a fuller piece. Right. And it, it uh, has an arc and yeah. a, you know, something and it, that it's sort of like, it together. yeah, a lot of, you know, the songs are all, it's just a different, um, it's a different vehicle than, yeah. than a stand up joke, but it's, it's kind of just a different way of, no, of expressing I, I feel like you're totally similar ready for ideas. That, though. And you know, like that, that that's what this is feeding towards for you yeah. because you are confident at so many different things. You're confident at sketch. You're confident at um, comedy music. You're confident at rapping. You're confident at, um, um, well, being here in the radio station. I mean, you've been amazing. If I could just apply that confidence to sending a goddamn email. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's my worst. promotion. Promotion it's, is the yeah, hardest. Yeah, self-promotion is like, I'll like rap on stage in front of like 300 strangers and then I'm just like, hi, hey, I have a show and I'm so sorry to trouble you. I'm just like, what is wrong with I me? I know. But I'm but working on it. I'm working on if it. If you have a website, you can throw it out and, and that'll be like, love you. You'll, you know thank how you, to, you, you know you. how to go where you're going. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll get lost, but I know where I'm going. Oh, you'll be fine. If you, down that way, over that way, you'll be fine. Use your Google Maps, bitch. I will. I'm, I'm not your GPS, no, no, bitch. I'm, Find your own way. I have, the worst sense of direction in the world. I have the worst. I love hearing that from a man. I, uh, it's yeah. very honest. <laughs> Bye, Dean. Good luck, Bye. man. I'll see you at E59, man. Yep. Uh, so let's do. I I want to know because um, it's the one that kind of was a mystery to me. The song because it wasn't labeled yeah um well, it's the track one four one three yes so that so, so interesting like, story oh. about this track so i after a couple i actually had the the nothing but a wee thing video it was like taken down from youtube for like months and i had to because refute it it was a parody thing. Yeah, yeah and and it's just it's the, the it's it's murky um and instagram can be weird with Mm-hmm. If you're doing a parody, sometimes it'll flag it. Sometimes it's not. But they've the software, whatever they're using to detect, like they'll find it now. And I was just like, I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to work on something for months and then it gets taken down because I don't own own mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I l- looked up song like I knew the energy I wanted. Like when I got the idea for Bros Holding Fish, I was like, this is a trap song this is the one you did in new york yeah yes and uh and i i just so i was i just was looking up different instrumentals on youtube and there are a lot of people who make amazing beats Mm -hmm. and what they you know they say they're free but then they've got this fucking obnoxious tag on it that's like download now to get your truck and you're like oh my god and it's like always like an air horn she's like and you're like this is aggressive i will pay 30 dollars to get rid of this right but in the scope of like I, I, it took me so long to find the right song. And when I found it, I like, I haven't gotten sick of this instrumental yet, which I've heard it so many times. And so, uh, when he sent it to me, it's, yeah, he has a weird, there's like the files like protected. So you can't, I can't rename it. And right. like sharing it is weird. So that's why it will always be. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right well let's uh so let me let, i'll explain yeah, what um, when i i joined le bumble uh <laughs> i was i was completely baffled by the amount of guys holding dead fish and like not just holding them like 
straight up fisting a haddock. Like just it's yeah. so graphic and like I'm pers- I'm very squeamish. Like I uh, it's jarring to me. Uh and it's and, weird. Yeah, and and it's there's this there was this article, I think it was in the New York Times and it was like just talking about this and it was like I am Tinder bro like and it was in it you know ex- like I am Tinder man holding fish and like I've never had more people send me the same article it was cuz so I actually actually I made uh, I'll I'll pimp out this Instagram account if you go to bros holding fish on Instagram I just started uploading them I I wasn't the goal I mean there's like 140 followers it's like it, I just needed a place to put them to put the because it was so ridiculous yeah. um and and yeah they are it's just it's too it, it's weird funny it's to me. bizarre fish are funny it's a looking trend i yeah. would say a trend and it's what it i think what it speaks to is um in the article they're talking about like how you know biologically and like you know men are socialized to like be providers and it's like this weird like they literally say providers and i'm like all right well first of all i'm a stand-up comedian so any human is a provider to me like if yeah if you if we're on a date and you order an appetizer like you are a provider to me i want you to have time for the song okay all right so this is the fish song Bros holding fish, bros holding fish. Everywhere I look, I see bros holding fish. We got carp, we got trout, we got salmon, got tuna. Y'all swimming on these apps like you, baby, beluga. So many fish, I can't decide. You only get one shot, gotta know you can provide. Forget that gym selfie, you more than just a body. That fish pick says, I got abs and a hobby. Bros taking pics with llamas. Some bros taking pics with a mamas. Some bros taking pics with random chicks. Some bros taking pics with koalas. Seen a bro on an ostrich. Seen a bro on a camel. Seen a bro on lions and tigers and basically all the land mammals. You wanna get the ladies. Put down your sister's baby. Catch a fish show off that guppy like it's a Mercedes. My love language is sonar. Don't need no oral speech. Swipe right on my pit. Get caught in this coral reef. I'll call you Gordon Fisherman, you call me Teaspoon. So dapper with that snapper that you caught in Cancun. That bass, that bass, that bass, that bass. You mess with me, I'll hook a line and sink you fast. Bros holding fish, bros holding fish. Everywhere I look, I see bros holding fish. We got carp, we got trout, got salmon, got tuna. Y'all swimming on these apps like you baby beluga. Gonna find me a man. Cause I'm on a mission I'm charging up my phone Cause I'm going dick fishing Put a flash on that pic So I can see those gills glisten Call you Bubba Gump Cause you always big shrimpin' How do I want no beef, bitch? I'm a pescatarian Show off that trophy fish Let me see you carry em. I'm checking all my options Like it's an aquarium Got your fist in its mouth Like a goddamn barbarian Put your snorkel on Open up Bumble This fish is looking at you like Sit down, bro, be humble Bros holding fish, I respect the hustle. But how you ain't got dumbbells cause you drowning in muscles? Oh my god, yes, oh my god. This bro just caught a fish that I must applaud. These bitches only want you for the trout on your rod. The trout on your rod. The trout on your rod. Are you the Atlantic? Cause I'm feeling salty. Is your watch not working? Your response time is faulty. Y'all a bunch of bronzinos cause you so white and flaky. Step up that game if you wanna date me. Bounce up and down like a buoy. 
Don't like octopus too chewy. All y'all acting like ballers. So thirsty surrounded by water. That's a fine ass flounder. You sure you caught it? I saw you in the checkout line, bitch. I know you bought it. Bros holding fish. Bros holding fish. Everywhere I look, I see bros holding fish.